I wanted to say that so bad, I thought I could beat you to it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was gonna like knock on your computer too and just be like, I'm gonna knock. Listen, guys. Spray pizza. <laughs> if you know what that is, we're friends now. <laughs> and if you don't, well, it doesn't shock me because guess what? It was on, it was on some obscure episode of Elmo's World. <laughs> In the random middle part of it, I have no idea. I couldn't, yeah, I could never like, even begin to tell you. It was on some. It was on some. Elm, it was on some Sesame Street. Look up thing. Just YouTube. Just look up Speedy YouTube pizza. Grover Speedy Pizza. It's literally the greatest it's sketch and child sketch history. Child nothing. <laughs> I'll watch that. <laughs> I'm so mad you beat me to it. I was gonna lock in the sheets. And when oh I, yeah. And I forgot. I'm gonna be like Speedy Pizza. Lame. Oh, okay. Hi guys. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we've been we've been dying at that all day. Um, Neither must have had a lot of sleep. It literally all you have to do is is do Grover's <laughs> Is it right there? Yes. It's oh my perfect. gosh, I gotta link it somewhere. Literally just. Just go on YouTube, I'm gonna do Grover's Speedy Pizza. It's the greatest thing. I'll put it on. You will be I'll so put it happy. On the Instagram. You will be so happy. so happy. Oh my god! I hope like we Everybody get a, I hope we get a shout out from Sesame Street <laughs> because we revived this. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, we're not here to talk to, about Elmo's This world. is not a Sesame Street <laughs> podcast. In case you were starting to wonder, you probably should have. <laughs> This is Chronicles of Fiction, a fiction-based podcast. Fan fiction. Fan fiction. <laughs> oh my god, I'm the worst. It's close enough. <sighs> it's just, it's rough sometimes. Where we read. How oh. was your week? Oh, it sucked. Are you fine? How was your weekend? I don't remember it. <laughs> well, I had a great weekend. I don't remember because I was asleep, to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> Do clarify. No. I was, I've just been working a lot, so I was tired, but it's been not bad. How was yours? Oh, mine was great. I cleaned my house, oh, yeah, your watched house the movies good. all day on Sunday, took the day off on Monday from both jobs. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah. Well, Monday I had off because the holiday for at night. Oh. Uh, so I just took Monday off from, I mean, I wasn't feeling very well. Uh, I forgot. Oh, uh, yeah. You <laughs> told me you were sick. I wasn't feeling very well. And yeah, nobody is. I was Monday morning. I wasn't, uh, this wasn't going well enough to work. Uh, at me. This morning, <laughs> yesterday, the day before. It's almost the weekend again. Hallelujah. Yeah, I hope you guys don't mind us recording on Thursday and uploading later on Thursday. Our schedules are just working out better to do that instead of doing it on Tuesdays and yeah. upload on Thursdays. So, really the only difference is the upload's going up a little bit later. So. I'm not even sure. Well, it will today, but like normally we c we could just come back here and record after like three. Right, right, right. Normally we don't spend an hour and a half at Walmart like we did today. Yeah. Oh, and but I got a friend's t-shirt. Ooh, and she I'm did. I'm so excited about that. She found actually. Yep, I just turned around and saw it, and I was like, "There you go, it's <laughs> over." I'm like I said, I'm buying it. It was only five dollars. I know. Like for being like a have a to have yeah. a, like a brand logo on there, like she, for five dollars is not bad at all. It's like a cute one too. Yeah. So Super that's what we were doing before we came here to record this. Yeah. And then we had to watch 
Gordon Ramsay on Hot Ones. If you guys have ever seen that YouTube channel series, it's hilarious. And Gordon Ramsay on there was so funny. <laughs> so great. It was so great. So worth it. I'm a huge Gordon Ramsay fan, so. Ta-ta sauce. By the way, when he says ta-ta sauce, it's actually tartar sauce. Tartar sauce. For fish and shit. Oops, sorry. <laughs> fish and chips. Buy them now and <laughs> we will find a way to insert every movie every reference that we know. Now and start with chess. Dang, calm down. Don't tell me you become pony boy. <laughs> Great. Uh, Finding Nemo is the best. Oh, so to the person who commented on what they think is the title of that song for our intro, we don't actually know. We don't actually know. <laughs> that title of it. Yeah, it was Silverhand. It's just, um, it's. The song, the music that they play as they're entering into Lake Town. Yeah. I, I feel you're really bad. Right. I feel like yeah, no, you're probably dead right. Yeah. And I feel really bad for not actually knowing the title of the score because I literally just Googled <laughs> Hobbits entering Lake Town. <laughs> Why would we want to know the exact name? I was just watching it the other day before we started this podcast and, and I heard it. I was like, that would be the perfect intro music for it. And then I had this great idea to do a pop quiz on it when I didn't actually know the answer. So <laughs> this is why I'm not a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then I guess we're going to get. Oh, I want to give a shout out to our cousin. Yes. So our cousin is also on Wattpad. And apparently she's really amazing at the fan fiction that she is writing. It's a little bit out of the realm of what we're, we're covering, at least for mm -hmm. right now. Um, we would like to maybe cover some of hers at some point. Um, but uh, her, her name on, or her username on Wattpad is Rhea Full Moon. It's R-E-A and then Full Moon. Yeah, and it's all one. All one, one on yeah. one, one word. So most of hers is How to Train Your Dragon yeah. um, in fiction. But y'all, like, just... Give her a follow and check out her ratings on there. She's yeah, rating so four high. in HTTYD fanfiction. Yeah. Four. Out of like, uh, I don't remember, but. A lot. Yeah. So please check her out. Like I said, she's our cousin. Um, and But she's also on Wattpad. So give her a follow. Read some of her stuff. Do she's it. really good. Love her to death. All right. Are we just going to get started? And I guess so. So if y'all remember last week, we started reading um, Sands of Ru Rune by Garethor... 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 Dunedain. A.K.A. Caleb. So um, we're going to continue with that for right now. Um, we might stop... Did you figure out how many chapters it was? No, but you oh. can click that button right there. Click the button. Click the button. Maybe. Oh my god, there's a lot. Oh my goodness. It is more than yours. Shush. <laughs> 38. So it's 38 chapters. I want to so, know the word um, count. Caleb, tell me the word count. So we will, um, for right now, I think we're just going to continue to read this. And then if we, whatever happens with y'all's contest. Right. Because yes, I don't have which, anything to do with it. No, not right now. <laughs> yeah, not right now. <laughs> um... Yeah, so the deadline to enter has ended. Um, so for this round, though. For this. Like, this. Yeah, well, for this, yeah, for this 
part of the contest. He doesn't know if he's going to do another one. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I can talk him into it. <laughs> um, but, so it's, wait, what is it called? Distant Lands Awards. That's what it is. Distant Lands Awards. So if you haven't heard of it, go ahead and check it out. There's going to be a lot of good fan fictions there um, because it's based in shoot <laughs> nope you know what it's like Easterlings but not but that direction <laughs> those kinds of people so are people voting on them or are they just sending them in and then he reads them and or are you yeah, so them? him and I are both reading them and then we're gonna um, go through them Okay. And then you might be our third party. Yeah, to, to kind of come in. Like, and hey, we don't know what to do about these, or we're friends with both of these people. We need an unbiased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or un okay, so yeah. yeah, check it out. Um, there's going to be some good good ones um, submitted, I'm and then the, uh, <coughs> the winner will be featured here on the podcast. So yeah. we'll probably, depending on when that happens, I'm sure it'll probably fall um, probably some... Definitely before we finish Caleb's book. Um, oh, yeah, we'll yeah. probably take a break. <laughs> you okay, babe? <laughs> you just said this still, and I'm pretty sure you died. <laughs> <It's hilarious. laughs> um, you can't die yet because he's making shrimp. <laughs> I know, right? He is making shrimp for dinner, so uh, he can't die yet. Um, so, yeah, we're going to just continue with his book until something with the... Um, comes we pick a winner for the contest um or we just find something else that we want to read for a change <laughs> okay but for right now we're going to stick with his book so um today we're going to do chapters three and four i've been told that we can't do more because someone hasn't finished what is he doing editing editing <laughs> so Caleb, yeah. you can't get mad at me for everybody knowing now because she said it not oh i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes me so Oh, happy. no, we can edit that out. <laughs> no, we can't. We don't know how. I mean, if we were going through your book, you would be going ahead and editing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, trust me. I'd be actually doing something writing-related. Yeah. This is why we're not going through mine. <laughs> don't worry. We will. We will? Probably. Okay. Yeah, I it's think not like super angsty stuff. No, no, no. I actually meant your book. Oh, like Younger Prince. Yeah. Okay. So we've got our uh, the uh, the plot. I don't know if that's the right word for it. Outline. Outline. Yeah. Outline the plot. For the, plot. <laughs> the outline for the main plot. Uh, done for the second book of Younger yes. Prince. So it's super exciting. We were having a lot of fun with that. So now it's all up to her. <laughs> <laughs> I did my part. Now she gets to do all the writing. Uh, no, you're supposed to read through the first one and tell me what I'm supposed to fix. Oh, yeah, whoops. That's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway. I will have it. I'll, I will get on it. Yeah, I, I will get on it. All right, then, I guess we'll just get started on this. Yep. I think I said that like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yep. Procrastination. I really need a um, footstool. Lee. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. You need to get her a footstool. I 
So the last time we uh, left off, they had gone to the town. He was going to give her that... I'm so glad you remember. ...necklace. And I do remember because I'm actually really interested. I Like, I don't remember. I do remember, but I don't. So continue. I'll shut up now. Um, so they had gone to that town. He was going to give her the necklace, but then this really strange guy wanted to hire them for, like, mercenaries, I think. Yes. Yes. And he was like, well, we don't really do that, but you're going to have to talk to... Our master, basically, our owner. Boss man. Boss man. So they go back, and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much where we left off. Mm -hmm. The mysterious dude is talking to the boss, and they're just kind of like, well, now what? What's going to happen? <coughs> All right, guys. Chapter 3, A Light in the Darkness. The next day dawned much like any other, and we began to train, oblivious to the looming storm of change that was about to engulf us both. I was using a shield and a sword and a shield, a combination that Leia Lusick struggled against. Hey, will you unplug the... The thing? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, guys, for the interference in the background. I forgot. Oh, thank oh, you! Thank you! Boyfriend, I don't have to stand Boyfriend up. to the rescue. Sorry for the interference, guys. My air conditioner, like, runs in the background, and it's really annoying. And I forgot to unplug it before we get started. She struck quickly. Oh, I don't know this word. Uh, <laughs> we just spell out words. <laughs> Her scimitar? I have no idea what word that is. Does this not have like a Google oh, dictionary no. thing? Oh, that sucks. Basically a sword. Sort of. Kind yeah. Of. Close enough. You get the idea. She struggled quickly. Her something... Her thingy thing clashing against my shield and sending sparks flying with the strength of the blow. But she had overextended. The power of her attack had forced her off balance ever so slightly, a mistake that I chose to capitalize on. I swept at her feet with my blade, forcing her to leap backwards. Off balance even more, I took the offensive, quickly pushing Layla into a retreat that ended with me disarming her and rapidly covering the distance between us, my sword at her throat. <coughs> well done, as always, Layla laughed and pushed the blade of my sword away. I joined her in laughing and helped her up, and she went to retrieve her blade. Shall we go again, I asked. She was about to respond when Lycar, our trainer, approached. I need to speak with both of you, he said in a measured voice. I nodded, though I could already tell from his demeanor that something was wrong. Your master wants me to be tougher on you both. If you do poorly in a fight, you are to be whipped. He spoke his words hesitantly, as if he disagreed with the decision, but he knew he had to carry it out anyway. So I'm just going to go on record for saying I am terrible about reading a sentence and then realizing that it was supposed to be read a certain way. <laughs> You're like, oh, Because that was not read hesitantly at all, <laughs> even though it was supposed to be spoken like that. Well, that's um, also more of a writing thing, mm. because... So, like, would it have been better to write... Um, he hesitantly, or, I don't know, I don't well, know how that would be. So, it depends on the point. Right now, it's from Rukil's point of view. Yeah. So, he wouldn't know that What's-His-Face was going to be hesitant until afterwards. So, that was placed right. Okay. But, if he wanted, if Caleb wanted to show that he was going to be hesitant, he could have put body language, been, which would have been complicated. Oh, okay. But so that's how I would have been, like, at... That's very interesting to me. At body language, and then maybe said hesitantly, or maybe left hesitantly off. And just yeah, like yeah, body yeah. Because if, if he if he had the... written like, um, what's this dude's name? I don't know. Lycar, I think. Yeah. yeah like if he had name. written, um, Lycar shifted his weight from one foot to another, 
and then went right. into that, you would kind of know that something was a little up. Very interesting. That's what, honestly, that's like my favorite <coughs> part of writing. But also, I'm, oh, go ahead. No, that's yeah. all I was going to say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I apologize if I take you guys out of the story for not really speaking it correctly. <laughs> like it's but I mean, written. like, if you were reading it to yourself. If I was reading it to myself, I would have read it exactly how I just said it aloud, and then I would have gone back in my mind and read it again. <laughs> and been like, oh, I hesitated. Oh, okay. Your master wants me to be tougher on both of you. If you do poorly in a fight, you're to be whipped. That's how I would have like, gone back oh. and read it after having read it the first like time. Half a second. Right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. instead of the... Yeah, because I, I, I read so yeah. much faster than I speak, so I have to be very careful of it when I'm reading out loud. Yeah. Very interesting, though. That that's more of a writing thing as opposed mm -hmm. to like a problem, just like reading it. Like it's, it's not necessarily right. like the reader's fault. Like it's it's, it's yeah, it, there's a way after. to word it to yeah, get the full how, experience. Right. It depends on how much you want to show that character in tor turmoil. Right yeah. There. Yeah. Because sometimes it doesn't like this. This part is probably yeah. fine. Like oh yeah, like it really you got doesn't the matter. You across with the hesitantly, but right. then you move on. Right. Because we don't really but, know this guy. Right. <laughs> I Very don't remember if we end up getting to know this guy. But I don't remember much. Okay, but in my defense, I read it in like 2016, 2017. That's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So, that's why I don't remember anything. <laughs> <coughs> um, let's snooze this update because we certainly don't want it updating right now. Computer. My eyes widened. Why? Master DeKill made a deal with the man who visited. The man will personally recruit the two of you into his master's army if you survive the pit. After the fight, you will report to his master and leave the servitude of master to kill forever. A flurry of emotion, emotions surged through me at that moment, most of them varying degrees of anger. We were supposed to be freed. How could he sell us into slavery again? Part of me wasn't surprised at master to kill's treachery. I had never liked the small shrewish ma man. But as I began to realize the implications of what the deal meant, I knew that Layla must have felt even worse. I had never tasted freedom, so losing it didn't mean as much to me, but for her, it must have been a crushing blow. Why? What right does he have to barter our lives? I felt the blood rising to my head, but I knew that it wasn't my car's fault. <clears throat> Your new master will be Lord Kanar. Kanar? Yeah. He's the Khan's. Okay. Yeah. He's the Khan's general, the leader of Rune's. Yeah, Rune's vast. Okay. Yeah. The leader of Rune's vast armies. I want to read it, run so bad. I know that's <laughs> how I read it until like we did like a voice chat like not even that long ago, <laughs> like back in like November, and then I think either he said it or somebody else said it, and I was like, oh, I that's how you pronounce that. So many times. That is literally my life. <laughs> Your new master will be Lord Kanar. Kanar. He's the Khan's general, the leader of Rune's vast armies. A contract with him will make master to kill rich. Layla looked physically ill, and suddenly it dawned on me. Buying us wasn't likely a mere coincidence. As the prince of an, Im of an important, if not distant, tribe, I would be valuable leverage for the general of an increasingly divided army. How he knew who I was, I did not yet know, but if this was the case, Layla was just part of the deal because we were a team. The thought made me sick. My mind rushed with all of the possible options. I could attack now and make a desperate attempt to escape with Layla, 
but neither of us would make it. Master Dekil had a small army of his own under his control, and he, would, and he wouldn't easily lose us now. Perhaps we would have another opportunity to escape, but once we joined the Khan's army, the chances would fade drastically. We won't disappoint, I said through gritted teeth, deciding, not, deciding to bide my time until later. We really didn't have any say in the matter, not now. I hope not, Lycar said, and left the ring, sitting just outside to watch. We both did our best. My best was more than enough. Layla's wasn't. Even though I was going easy on her, I still defeated her within a few minutes. <coughs> Lycar came into the ring, a whip in hand. My eyes... Sorry, guys, it's been really slow. My computer's... My eyes widened, and I ran to stop him. Lycar, no, she did her best, and she doesn't deserve this. I reached for his arm, but he recoiled away, a frown creasing his features. I'm sorry, Brookhill, it's the master's orders. He'll rid himself of me if I do not obey. And though he was an even, expressionless man, I could almost hear an apologetic tone in his voice. What if he never finds out? I asked cautiously. He's going to make sure at least one of you has been beaten by the end of the day. Then beat me instead, I said urgently and grabbed Lycar's arm. She'll do even worse if she's weakened. I attempted to sound logical, but instead only ended up sounding desperate. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> That's just funny. <laughs> I like it, though. <coughs> Layla took a step forward, her tone begging. No, I can't let you take my punishment for me. I gave her a bleak smile. Listen, I want to do this for you, please. After a moment of what seemed like inner conflict, she sighed with resignation. I touched my arm softly. Oh boy, here we go again. The yawns. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, she whispered as Lycar pulled me away. <coughs> that was the first of many meetings. Lycar started out by barely waving me. He seemed very reluctant to do so, but after a few days, Master Jekyll started to watch, and so what was once a few lashes became many. By the end, my black was bloodied and torn, and I'd return to the tent barely conscious each night. It became harder and harder to train each day. Eventually, Master Dekeo requested that Lycar beat me with the club in addition to the whip for his entertainment. Huh. Bastard. Well, also, but, like, if you're beating him like this, like, how do you expect him to fight? Well, he's not exactly logical. I mean, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> One night when I returned and collapsed on the ground inside the tent, Layla ran to me to my side in tears. <clears throat> why, Rokil, why do you take these beatings from me? I can't stand to see to see you get whipped like this. She sat down next to me and put her head in her hands. I turned over and looked at her through a swollen eye. Because I didn't know what to say. I felt different about her than I had about anyone else. It was something unlike anything I had ever known. But I didn't know how to say it. I had never been told how. Instead, I simply said, because I care about you. She looked over at me, her dark brown eyes looking into mine. Why do you care about me? I'm a terrible fighter. I make you look bad, and I'm making you get beaten now. <clears throat> because you're different, I said haltingly, unused to letting my emotions show. You're the only light in this life of darkness I've lived. Words aren't adequate to explain it. I turned away awkwardly. I would never be able to tell her how I truly felt. I was raised in a world where emotions were weakness, where only the strong survived. Emotions were foreign, foreign to me, especially the emotions I felt toward Layla. She smiled and I felt her hand on mine. I'm glad you care. If I didn't have you here, I don't know how I could make it.
I intertwined my fingers in her and squeezed her hand, closing my eyes and smiling. I fell asleep to the sound of Layla's steady breathing. I wonder, though, if um, the master knew that he was taking the beatings for her because, like, at the beginning of the book, I think he made a comment about how, like, bad she was. And Rukil basically begged her, begged to, like, let her stay. Like, he would make sure she got good. So I wonder if that's part of it. Like That would make sense. Like, maybe he's, he's like, like, oh, well, if you're going to do this and be, then you're just, you're going to get it all. Like, yeah. Yeah. The following days were easier, not because the beatings were any less, they got worse, but because Layla gave me reason to stay strong. She was improving in our training as well and was beating me in more and more of our duels. The beatings weakened me, but that wasn't it. She was definitely getting better. I, on the other hand, was doing worse and worse. My back was constantly bleeding from the whippings, and the bruises made every movement painful, but that turned out to be a blessing. One day when we were dueling, I collapsed. The beatings had left me too weak to stand. Wycar ran into the ring and had two servants carry me out as I felt my senses begin to fade. The last thing I remember hearing before I passed out was Lycar saying, He won't be able to fight in the pit like this. The beatings must stop. I awoke in a bed. I had never slept in a bed before, and it felt strange, like I was sinking into the mattress. I quickly sat up, but the pain that rushed to my head made me quickly lay back down. I looked around and to my disappointment saw that I was alone. I had hoped Layla would be there. Oh, sorry guys. I was blinded as the tent flaps opened and a young woman I had never seen before entered. She was most likely one of Master DeKill's personal maids, as he kept several of the more sophisticated slaves to care for his family. She saw that I was awake and smiled at me. How long have I been out? I asked. My voice sounded surprisingly hoarse and my throat was sore. Only a few hours, she said, as she sat on the side of my bed. She had a cup full of water and propped up my head with her hand. Here, drink. I gulped thirstily at the water. It had honey in it, and it brought cool relief to my parched throat. Thank you, I croaked and smiled gratefully. The young woman smiled back and left the tent. A moment later, Lycar walked in. You're doing better, he said with relief. Yes, I said quietly, not taking my eyes off him. I couldn't help but imagine his emotionless expression as he whipped me to within an inch of my life in an occurrence that was now deeply ingrained in in my mind. I wanted to apologize. You know I had no choice. I wouldn't have beaten or whipped you otherwise. His harsh accent made his words sound cold, but the look on his face told me he genuinely felt remorseful for his actions. Apology accepted, I replied. Apology accepted. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so. <laughs> Get ready, it's coming. <laughs> now, I don't know either of you. Not in the slightest. Not that I don't like visitors as much as the next Hobbit. <laughs> but I do like to know them before they come visiting. <laughs> I don't mean to, but I had to speak my mind. I am sorry. Apology accepted. <laughs> also one of my favorite quotable. The first like 40 minutes of that movie is oh, so man, quotable. Oh all of it. I'm sorry. I had to speak my mind. You can. Yeah. Well, no, it's just like making noise. Oh. Why is it making noise? Because it's leather or whatever. Oh. Oh, I hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Apology accepted, I replied. I knew holding a grudge wouldn't help anything, even though part of me wanted to run him through with his own blade. Lycar's mouth turned up into a slight smile, and he bowed his head in gratitude. Rest for a while. I convinced Master to kill to let me stop beating you. 
thank you, Vicar, I said, relief seeping into my tone despite my best efforts to hide any sort of real gratefulness to him. The beating stopped after that. I regained my former strength slowly and my back mostly healed. Scars remained, but that was all. Talk of traveling to the pit started to fill the camp, and, it made, and, it, and I made it my goal to teach Layla all I knew before the time came. We only had a few weeks, but I tried to make them count. While she wasn't a natural fighter, she slowly made progress. She became relatively efficient with the spear, able to disarm me with a combination I had taught her. She was also able to throw one quite effectively, consistently able to hit a target the size of a man's torso. But I knew what kind of enemies we would face there. They would show no mercy. I also knew in my heart that I had an important decision to make. I had to make sure that she survived even if I didn't. There was a future for her, but for me, I had no one, no goal to drive me. All I had was a vague notion of revenge against a father I barely knew and a tribe that had been indifferent to me at the best of times. I would see to it that Layla saw her family again, no matter what. I'm assuming I don't have to read the little blurb at the bottom. What's it say? Sorry for how long it's... I think this is like when he was originally... Yeah. Yeah. Chapter Thor. Chapter Thor. Wow, what did I say? Chapter Thor? Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. Do be though. My brain is so tired. I'm so tired. I just... I gotta remember to vote. Alright. I think I forgot to vote on the first two chapters. Sorry. It's okay, I didn't vote on any of them. Okay, so chapter four... Morgathrone. Caleb, please tell Sierra if I am pronouncing that wrong. I I do apologize if I am. I asked her and she was like, I don't know. Uh So, if I am pronouncing it wrong, please let her know. I I definitely don't want to. We may have talked about it, but I don't remember. Oh my god. I don't remember much. (laughs) That's why we work, because he doesn't remember much either. You have the memory of a Dory. (laughs) At best. At best. (laughs) The day came upon us sooner than I had expected. The camp was bustling with activity as everyone made preparations to leave, soon dismantling the tents that had been our home for several months. Layla Layla and I stood silently watching, my arms crossed as I took note of everything. Several other pairs of fighters mulled around as well, and they occasionally glanced over at us. I studied each of them, my face devoid of expression. These These weren't the only other teams we'd be fighting in the pit, but I figured it was wise to at least make sure I was familiar with some of my opponents. The first pair was made of two women. One was short and her face was covered in scars. Her small beady eyes made contact with mine and she glared at me. I stared at her until she turned away uncomfortably. Even this short exchange told me something. She was weak, trying too hard to act tough. Her companion was tall by contrast, had paler skin. Blue tattoos adorned her face in a swirling pattern that made her look almost feline. And her icy blue eyes roved to and fro like a predator searching for prey. Her bare arms were covered in tattoos as well. She didn't acknowledge my gaze. My gaze turned to the second pair. I would, I would love to know who this girl is, where she's from, what's her backstory. <laughs> she sounds amazing. Aww. <laughs> I know nothing. My gaze turned to the second pair. Both were large, burly men. Cor- corsairs. Go back to playing your games. <laughs> Scared as we, we are. We are getting judgmental looks from the boyfriend over here. <laughs> Who is playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, to be exact. Oh, that reminds me, I gotta tell him something later. (laughs) My gaze turned to the second pair. Both were large, burly men. I'm guessing Corsairs. Yes. Okay. Corsairs from the look of them. 
The Corsairs of Umbar. Umbar? Umbar? Oh my god, you know nothing! No, because I never expected to have to pronounce these things out loud. Y'all, she promised me before we started this book that she would know how to pronounce this stuff. No, I didn't! You said, you better find out how to pronounce this stuff, and I said, okay! The Corsairs of Umbar were known to be ruthless men, pirates and cutthroats who couldn't even be trusted by their own. One of them grinned at me, his yellow teeth rotting and crooked. He punched his companion in the shoulder. The other man looked at me and Layla and, ga and guffawed. Guffawed? Hmm? <laughs> no idea. Guffawed. I think that's how it is. I've seen it before, but it's one of those that I've always just pronounced in my head. Yeah. <laughs> that's all of the words for me. <laughs> He had a bright red mohawk and two golden hoop earrings dangling from his ears. The final pair looked similar to us, but the roles were reversed. The man was short and fidgeted nervously, afraid to meet my gaze. The woman looked tough, more like a military veteran than a brute mercenary. She studied me intently, narrowing her eyes in acknowledgement and nodding slightly. After a moment, she walked over and stopped within a few feet of us. Can we talk away from the others? My name is Kertra, she said in a harsh southern runic accent and waved her companion over. He stopped a little behind her and began to study the ground. Why? I asked. I said quietly, tilting my head to the side slightly. Okay, so is it just me? Like, I'm not a writer by any means. So, Caleb, please take this with a grain of salt because I'm not a critic. But wouldn't it be better to be I asked quietly? I mean, just from a writer's point yeah. of view, does that matter? Yes and no. Um, it's always, like, said is the go-to. Okay, okay. Um, I probably would have said asked. But, like, I mean, is, it works. Set is the normal tag. A lot of people for a while were adding, were trying to do anything, use anything but the word said. Oh, really? And it got super annoying. Yeah. Like, just in the whole writing community, yeah. not just not fan fiction specifically. But, um, but yeah, said is the correct, like, go-to. Oh, but yeah, but I, I would have said or asked. I only, the only reason I say that is because... It, it, I saw the word why, so I as I spoke mm -hmm. it as a question, but then my tone of voice you'll notice went down when I when I said said because yeah you, when you say like why it you you go up right but then and then you want to say why I asked instead of why I said right why I said like why I asked why I said because it took me off guard I was like wait is I'm he saying or is he asking name. yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. And honestly, it's right. so weird. Because if I was if he was saying if he was just saying it, it probably would have been a period. Why? Well, maybe. Yeah. Because although why is just a question. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I don't know. It's like, it, that's it that's it's weird to me because and I only noticed it because I was reading it out loud, yeah. I think. Um, well, and, with and like my tone of voice. Slightly, he was slightly he was definitely. It wasn't like a why, it was like why. Yeah, yeah, like he's very inquisitive, like yeah. why do you wanna so interesting. That is interesting. It's, it's so interesting. I'm gonna look at the whole point of this podcast is to like get writers out there and and it be looked at from other points of view that you might not get from your yeah. community online. And like this is something very um, different because it's being read out loud. Right, and that can change. Right. So because like I'm I I'm reading it in my head about a half a step faster than I'm saying it mm -hmm. out loud, and so it, I get myself caught off guard sometimes. It's very, it's very interesting. Very I'm interesting. enjoying this part of it very much. <laughs> <clears throat> because I have a proposition that may interest you, Kurtra said, pointing towards the edge of the camp. I looked at Layla. She shrugged. 
Very well, lead the way. We followed the two other fighters, and as we passed two corsairs, what does that word mean? I think they're basically pirates. Okay. Kind of. I got you. Two pirates. I don't know all the details. But I'm guessing it's a kind of pirate. Right. Okay. We followed the two other fighters, and as we passed two corsairs, one of them smiled at me. I elected to ignore him. Ignore him. We reached a small oasis near the edge of camp and stopped, looking around to ensure we were safe. What was this deal you spoke of? I said measuredly. I looked at the small man first, who practically cowered at my gaze, then turned to lock my gaze on Kircha. The pit fights are treacherous, you know this. <coughs> my husband, DeMille, isn't a fighter. She motioned toward the, towards the small man. I am. I served with the Loke Camp Rim. Let's go with that. Lock Camp Rim. Um, for a year, she explained with a slight smile of pride. But I alone cannot protect us both, especially in the chaos of the pit. It would be good to have allies. I'm sure you wouldn't object to a little extra help. She ran a hand through her dark hair, which was braided into unkept rows. We would have to protect a helpless individual, I narrowed my eyes. I do not see how we benefit from this. I have money. It isn't much, but it is something. She pulled out a small bag and shook it. The sound of clinking coins filled the air. Give us a moment. I turned to Layla and gently pulled her aside. What do you think? She seemed to be in thought for a moment, then responded. I don't see why not. We should help people when we can. Morgoth. <laughs> this was the kind of thinking that would get us do both you know killed. Who it is? No. Morgoth is basically Satan. Oh, really? It's, yeah, so Morgoth is, like, Sauron is under Morgoth. Okay. Um, so it follows a lot of, like, um, or it parallels, um, Well, Christian. I've always known, like, yeah, like, a lot of, um, Tolkien's works, uh, paralleled, um. Because mm-hmm. how, how the, and I don't know a ton, but the, how the universe Middle Earth universe began was Iluvatar, which is their god, um, and all the their Valar and stuff. They sang, yeah, and that's how it came. In. But Morgoth was like, "Hey, no, we're gonna sing something else." <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a meme on that, and I need to find it. Oh um, yeah, I want to see it. But um, and so he like that's how he got like kicked out. Basically, follows the same as like what happened with Satan. Right, right, right. He and, got kicked out, and then aren't right. the orcs like? His followers kind of like well, the I way that demons actually, are kind of um, elves that were. Oh yeah, they were tortured. the dark elves. So they were the like the so like in, as far as like Christian. I, I want to say mythology is not the right word, but like no, but in, in Christian things belief stuff. system, whatever it is, um, the angels that followed Satan became demons. So essentially, the elves that followed Morgoth became orcs. I think so, but I don't think any elves followed him outright. Oh. I believe they were captured and oh, tortured. Oh, interesting. And then con- turned into yeah. orcs. Because he just took stuff and corrupted it. Was his goal. Oh, okay. I got you. So Morgoth is but over. But don't quote me on that because I am not a Silmarillion yeah. expert. I know very little. If anyone is, let us know. Yeah. I just wondering. don't hurt my self-esteem, please. <laughs> <laughs> but I do find it interesting that, like, so he's he thinks Morgoth to himself, so he's literally, like, that would be us saying Satan. <laughs> Evil yeah. incarnate. Cry, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Sorry, if you understood that. What? Crud No, I don't even understand that. Tim Hawkins, it was Christian oh, cuss words. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's the other credit. Crud Yeah, no, sorry, I don't understand that. I use the real ones. <laughs> this is the kind of thinking that would get us both killed. That's not how this works. It's us or them. We can't all survive. She sighed, looking down at the ground to hide her expression. I suppose you're right. You'd know better than me. For some reason, a pang of remorse went through me at her words. I didn't know. I did know, but I also knew something was missing inside me. She naturally cared about people. I considered them a liability, a tool that could be used and disposed of when it had served its purpose. Layla was the only person I had ever truly cared about. Listen, we can't accept their deal, but I think I have an idea. <clears throat> With that, I walked back to the woman and her husband. We cannot actively protect you. However, we will help you where we can in the pit, and we won't fight you directly unless it's entirely necessary. Kirchhoff looked disappointed inside in frustration. <clears throat> Very well. I suppose that's the best we will get. There's no point in asking the others. They look like the type that enjoy killing. Thank you. I walked away, but over my shoulder I said, The short, scarred woman, I wouldn't worry about her. Perhaps this information would help them somehow at least. Layla followed me, and we returned to our place. A gnawing feeling of guilt began to nag at my conscience, but I attempted to push it away. I could only afford to protect one person. We waited around for another hour or so, and by then the caravan was ready to travel. The long trailing line of, of beasts of burden and fighters began to meander across the desert to the Golden City itself, to Morgothrone. Scroll back up here for a second. So, is Morgoth... Morgothrone? Mor no, I think it's Morgothrone. I'm, I'm, I'm the worst at pronouncing this, Caleb. I'm so sorry. Um... <clears throat> Is this like, like so? But does it have anything to do with Morgoth? I don't think so. Okay. I didn't know if it was like. I think he just. Uh, I think he just used that because. Um, most people. Or if it was like him. named that city because it was like an evil uh -huh. city. I don't think so because I think by the third eight, by the time like this, yeah, these people and stuff are a thing. Morgoth is pretty much gone. Oh, okay. And so now it's. Sauron. Yeah. <clears throat> the sun beat down hot on the caravan, and the sand sent heat, heat mirages into the air. I was parched, but forced myself to conserve water. I wouldn't be given any more than what I had in my canteen. Layla trudged beside me, wearing an expression I could only describe as contemplative. Her nose was slightly scrunched up, and her deep brown eyes were narrowed in concentration. I like to think that I would be that cute when I'm thinking about stuff, but I'm never that cute. When I <laughs> well, according to Sean, I just look like I'm dead all the time. <laughs> you do kind of. You kind of look like a zombie all the time. <laughs> well, I'm sorry if I don't like 6 a.m. mornings. Uh, Layla trudged beside me wearing an expression I could only... Oh, why are you read that? <laughs> I feel that so hard. <laughs> what were you thinking about? I glanced over at her. She snapped out of her reverie and looked back at me. <clears throat> I was just thinking. I wondered if it'd be possible to visit my family while we're there. I thought for a moment. Once the fight is over, we may get to leave for a visit. Her demeanor suddenly grew sorrowful. What if I don't make it, though? Wouldn't it be better to visit them before? I hurried to reassure her. You'll make, you'll make it, Layla. I'll make sure of it. She smiled at me, her eyes shining. I know you will. She looked past me, and her expression abruptly transformed into a frown, and I turned to see what she was looking at. 
The Corsair with the red mohawk was watching Layla intently, and he sneered when I noticed him. <clears throat> I glared at him and put a hand on one of my daggers. A nearby guard saw and ran over quickly, drawing a rusted scimitar as he stepped between the Corsair and I. N what? We should probably Google that at some point. Yeah, probably. It's probably going to come up in future chapters. Probably. <clears throat> I'm assuming it's some sort of like, like a sword knife or a deal. dagger or something. Yeah, I'm guessing. Something that's sharp. It might be that that one big fat one that you see like on Aladdin. Oh, that's true. There might be that. <laughs> Caleb's probably like, oh, oh, he's just like rolling his gosh. eyes, like, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> well, we were right on the man bun thing. Oh, were we really? We were. He was like, yeah, that's yeah, sure, it's a man bun thing. Yes. Yes. Makes me so happy. <laughs> it was man buns in Lord of the Rings. Uh, <clears throat> none of that slaves, at least not until the pit. Another guard walked up and snickered, a hand on the hilt of his own weapon. I moved my hand away from my dagger, but kept my eyes fixed on the Corsair. The burly man put a finger to his throat and made a cutting motion with it, then laughed and turned to talk with his companion. I felt a soft hand touch my shoulder. It's all right, calm down. Leia looked at me and gently rested a hand on my arm. I attempted to smile for her, but couldn't help looking back at the Corsair in anger. <clears throat> Later on in the journey, the guards had to break up a fight between the other Corsair and the tall, tattooed woman. The Corsair had made an aggressive comment, and without saying a word, the woman had pounced upon him like an angry lioness. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what I want. I want to know more about her. She sounds super <laughs> badass. <clears throat> Weapons were drawn, but nobody was hurt, for the guards responded quickly and separated the two. Well, it's good to know there are others who don't like the Corsairs, I thought to myself. Kitra and her husband walked slightly behind us and seemed to be using us as a shield. I didn't mourn, as long as they didn't expect us to be a permanent protection. They watched the fight unfold with equal interest. <clears throat> the lines were being drawn. The enemies were clear now. And while I didn't trust any of the others, I knew that there was some who wouldn't be as much of a threat as others. But there were still the other teams of fighters that I hadn't seen and most likely wouldn't see until the fight. I tried not to think about it. The closer we got, the more fear I felt. I had been in fights before, but never one so dangerous as this, and now I cared about someone who would be fighting in it, too. The tall spires and thick sand-colored walls of, of Morgothrone came into sight around sunset. Even from a distance, the city was bigger looking than anything I had ever seen. My tribe didn't even have cities. We moved around the northern steppes as nomads, always following the wild kineherds. So seeing a city this large filled me with awe. As we got closer, I could see the setting sun shining off the golden tops of the spires. Banners billowed in the wind, banners of all the tribes united under the Kanate. I recognized the banner of my own tribe, a red boar on a black background on the far side of the wall. A grating voice called out from the parapets? Parapets? Mm. <laughs> and I saw a bronze armored guard watching us. One of the caravan, caravan guards called back in runic and the guard signaled, to two others. The gates opened with the creek and we entered the city. I had never seen so many people in one place. Even though the day was nearing its end, droves of people walked the streets, some stopping at market stalls and purchasing goods with money earned at the end of the workday. <sighs> Few even turned to look at us, which led me to believe that they were used to seeing caravans of fighters going through the city. We walked, we walked along the crowded streets until a huge domed building came into sight. Two massive statues stood in front of it, weapons held high, as a warning to those going any further. On the right was Morgoth, the legendary deity of these lands. Yes, yeah, see? I knew it. 
I knew it had something to do with him. Mm. Yeah, okay, you win. <laughs> She's too tired to fight me. <laughs> She's too tired to fight me. How the right was more Why God. Why must you hit me while I'm weak? The legendary deity of these lands. He had, according to the stories, led Rune's first led Rune's first armies against the tyrannical creator being Uru... Uru Iluvatar. Uru Iluvatar? Mm-hmm. So that's basically their god. Like the good god or like a bad god? Good. Basically, okay. yeah. Um, okay, yeah, 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 I get it. Morgoth, also called Melkorg, was defeated, Melkor. but he... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but there's this great meme. Melkor! <laughs> <laughs> There's this great meme. It was like, date somebody who da 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 date Sauron. Then it said, no, aim higher. Date, <laughs> date Melkor. Melkor. And I was like, yes. Uh, and honestly, only I true. Not a thing only true. And Lord of the Rings fans would know that. <laughs> like, no, like, get that. Get they that. would get that to the full extent. <clears throat> Morgoth, also called Melkor, was defeated, but he brought freedom to the east and passed into myth. Many Easterlings still worshipped him to this day. Ooh, I would so love to know that story. Me too, I don't remember any of that. Because, like, you have this group of people and this guy who's considered evil. I call him a guy, obviously, you know, he's a god. He's but, like, like, yeah. but, like, the majority of the world considers him evil, but he brought freedom to these people so to these people to the easterlings he's everything true i have nothing of this and i want to know the things like just from this paragraph here it says yeah. he brought freedom to the east and passed into myth many easterlings still worshiped him to this day like i'm gonna call would you not worship the person who gave you freedom right even though other people considered him evil hey babe if you want to go ahead and start this you can we've only got a few minutes left the other statue was Sauron, Morgoth's successor and the second god figure in most sects of Easterling religion. He, unlike Morgoth, still lived, ruling from his mighty tower of Barad-dûr. Yeah. Okay. From what little I knew, he was gathering Rune's armies to him in what was to be the final war against the Westrons. Mm, I should know this because this is like third age stuff. These were the collective enemies of Rune since time immemorial time immemorial waging war against us and bringing the border tribes untold suffering so this takes place before Frodo sets out right yeah cause he said you were right on the year <coughs> oh good <laughs> thank you um, so I guess he's talking about essentially like yeah. in the Lord of the Rings when they're talking about like the growing darkness mm -hmm. and stuff it's yeah it's this. that's so cool yeah. It's I just, know. like, the Lord of the Rings is so cool, but the world is so big. Like, what's going on in other parts you of the world while this is happening? Oh, I know. I know. Well, this whole Easterlings thing, like, I yeah, want to like, know, what were they, who who was holding them captive? What would what did Morgoth free them from? I want to know. I know there's not a lot on the Easterlings, so that could be totally made up. I am going to be so <laughs> disappointed if it is. Because Tolkien didn't say a ton, but that might not be because it's got Morgoth, so that could be that could be first age stuff. Caleb, I swear to God, if you made that up, I'm gonna be so mad, and I will never let you live it down. Okay, cool. Onwards and upwards. But I know, like, 
a lot of the stuff he had to make up as he was go like capitals of cities and blah, blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that part might be legit because I'll ask him and Yeah. He's gonna hate me after this one. <laughs> My tribe being far removed from these conflicts, neither worshipped the Dark Lords or sent levies to join their wars. We had our own pantheon and systems of belief and although these were deemed primitive by most, they had spared us from, our, from the untold bloodshed our southern counterparts had endured. Good point. Mm-hmm. Like, they may, they, they're probably like, we don't really believe in God, but guess what? We don't have all these wars like y'all do. <laughs> God, wars, no God, no wars. <laughs> That's what I imagine them doing. No just wars. <laughs> Don't have like loss in our lives. <laughs> as, as we passed under them, I couldn't help but feel as if their lifeless stone eyes were watching us, judging us. I shivered involuntarily and glanced over at Layla, who seemed fixated on the main structure ahead. She nudged me and pointed to it. That's the pit, she said nervously. It looks like we're going straight there. She let out a quiet sigh and we silently walked together, taking in the surroundings. After a few moments, we passed a street that went downhill and Layla nodded toward it. That's the main street to the sand district. Just a little distance down it is, was my home. She gazed sadly down the road as we passed it. I lowered my voice, ensuring none of the guards could overhear me. The fight isn't until tomorrow. If you want, I can ask Lycar to let us explore the city tonight. She squeezed my arm and smiled up at me. I'd like that. It shall be done then, I assured her as I looked to the front of the line. The caravan had stopped, and many of the fighters paced restlessly back and forth in the shadow of the place that would no doubt be the grave of most of them. Master Dekil was speaking with a man in front of the main entrance and filling out papers. After a few minutes, he finished, and the man pointed to Dekil to a side entrance that read fighters in faded red ink. <clears throat> the beast handlers in our caravan turned and went down a side road, leaving just the fighters, our trainers, and our guards. We were led through the entrance down into a dark, musty hallway. The sound of clashing steel echoed from several side rooms where other fighters were training. We were immediately assailed by the smell of old blood and vomit, and occasionally a cry of pain would echo through the bleak halls. Layla gripped my arm tighter, and I took her hand. We were eventually led into a small room, its only adornment stuffed training dummies and archery targets. A guard was posted outside, and Layla, Lycar, and I were left alone. Welcome to the pit, Lycar said, making a sweeping gesture with one hand. I know the accommodations aren't the best, but you'll only be here one night. I'm in a room down the hall if you need me. With that, he turned and began to leave, but I stopped him. I know this is a lot to ask, but is there any way we could go out into the city tonight? He looked at me with a remorseful expression. I'm sorry, Rukil, but once you're signed up as a fighter, you can't leave the pit until the fight is over. You'll have to hope that Morgoth smiles upon you and shows you both fortune in the pit. I looked over at Layla, who looked as if she were about to cry. I put her arm around her, and she buried her head in my shoulder. My car looked upset himself. <clears throat> if there was any way I could make it happen, I would. He walked to the door, but if you need food or blankets or anything, let me know. He turned, quickly disappearing into the dimly lit hallway. I'm sorry, Layla, I said quietly, trying to hide the despair in my voice. But in this place, it was hard even for me to keep my hopes up. And that's the end of the chapter. Yeah. I'm so invested in this. It's super, it's because it's not, it's not what you normally get from fan fiction because it's not. It doesn't feel like, (laughs) exactly. It doesn't feel like fan fiction at all. Like I feel like I'm Mm -hmm. delving into a, uh, 
original novel, honestly. Yeah, like, I get that it has the Lord of the Rings references, but, like... It's the best of both worlds. It basically. really is. It really is the best of both worlds. I, I want to keep reading it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to read ahead. <laughs> the maximum recording time for segments is 60 minutes. Keep an eye on the well, <laughs> We have oh, well, four we, minutes. We have four minutes. Which is good, because I smell that shrimp cooking. It stinks. It does not. It does. All right, guys. Well... How did you like those two chapters? Let us know. I'm super into it. Me too. I can't wait for to read the next two, honestly. Anything that we need to add before we hop out of here? Um, I don't think so. Go check it out. I mean, read it yourself. Vote on yeah, it. Yeah, read it yourself. Read his other stuff. Read his other I'm stuff. sure it's really read, good because um, if this... If Brothers in Arms because that's his newest one and... It's really good, and if more people read it, then he'll be more likely to update. <laughs> and that's not that's not him saying. That's like me saying that he'll he might he might. <laughs> all right then. I guess that's it for this week. I guess so. Until next week. Until next week. Not all that. No, I'm not even gonna try it again. <laughs> try to even try. Not even gonna try it again. Actually, I want to get in Elvish. I want to get tattooed. Um. Ooh, I forgot what it was. <laughs> Live fully or something like that. Like, I want to get something really cute tattooed in Elvish on my wrist. Okay. Well, tattoos should only be in Elvish. Okay. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Gotta agree. All right, guys. Till next week. Till next week. I guess that's it. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Send us your memes. <laughs> <laughs> Send us your memes. Bye. Bye. Free <laughs> <Free> pizza. <laughs>